I don't want to set the world on fire. I just want to start a flame in your heart. In my heart, I have but one desire. And that one is you, no other will do. Welcome back, colonizers, to the underground. <laughs> Happy Colonizer Day. I'm joined... Uh... Oh, this is my intro, Joseph. Oh, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Uh... Oh, speaking of, I need to pull up our... Um... You haven't heard a couple of these. Hopefully, the audio is going to come through. So we're going to we're doing it live. We're doing it live. Uh, I'm going to get some uh, surprises for you in the next few weeks when it comes to that. The one I told you about today, I did not have ready, but it's in one of the the clips. Um, okay. So so you will hear it. Um, let, let's see if you can hear this. <laughs> Got it. Did you hear that? No, I did not. Oh no! Oh, it's because we are not currently doing this do do which one of these is it these are really loud i'm actually gonna have to turn myself down a little bit this episode gets pulled from youtube for copyright from the who came out that song these nuts <laughs> Uh, and then I got I got this. No, God, please, no, no, no. I think those are all the new ones. I got a text from my. I got a text from my bank earlier this week, or I guess I should say last week. And it had Bofa in there, and the like the <laughs> the beginning word was Bofa, and the just the preview or whatnot. And I was like, oh no, <laughs> <laughs> what am I about to oh, open up? Man. Well, Joseph, welcome back after yeah, your uh, your week off. Uh, hopefully, everybody enjoyed uh, the stuff that I put out last week. If you didn't, I don't want to hear about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you didn't enjoy it, we appreciate you listening anyway. Yeah, true. Um, like, subscribe, follow. <laughs> I mean, I didn't hear anything from anyone, so I guess everything was was fine. So, um, yeah. I really did think that it was a uh, it was a good video, the one about Resident Evil. Oh yes, we're gonna get in. We'll get into that in the uh, the episode for Thursday. Uh, but yeah, well that that and um, there was like a lot of other. There's just like random stuff going on. Uh, someone will be talking again about again this week. Uh, Chank Uger uh, and his uh, interesting conversations or his interesting opinions, I guess, is what you would say. Uh, but before we get into that, Joseph, would you like to let everyone know about how they can help support the show? Yeah, man. First off, I just want to say we're so grateful that you all are listening. And if you like our podcast, which we imagine you do since you're listening, uh, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter. You can just find us with our names. And we also have 
our YouTube and Odyssey page. Our YouTube um, page, you want to subscribe, click the notification bell, smash that like button, comment, engage with us. Let us know uh, if you agree with us, disagree with us, or what viewpoints you may have. And then on Odyssey, I think they follow us, right? They don't subscribe to us. You follow us on Odyssey. Do the same thing there. Just like and comment, engage with us. Uh, it really is just beneficial. It helps with the algorithm, spe specifically on YouTube. Uh, but the best thing that you can do outside of that is to share this podcast. Share it with family and friends on social media. Uh, and then also if you would like to, man, I think I just messed up the thing. I got ahead of myself here. <laughs> no, uh, you were doing so good. Oh man. <laughs> I feel like Bill O'Reilly. Oh, screw it. We'll do it live. I need to throw something now. Uh, anyway, but we utilize the value for value model system here. And basically what that means is that you can donate to us in the form of your time, your talent, and your treasure. Whatever value you're getting from us, you can give us in the form of your treasure, which would be uh, any monetary or crypto donations, uh, which you can find the link to our PayPal in the show notes. Uh, and then time and talent kind of intermingle. And that's just... Uh, if you want to do any audio editing or video editing for us, we do need that. That'd be very beneficial. Or if you want to send any artwork or anything else that you can think of, uh, different news stories, videos that you find interesting and you think we will as well, we'll be happy to review them and they may make it on the show. Uh, so you can do all that. Again, share our podcast on social media. If you like us, that's the best thing you can do, even if you don't have money or maybe you just don't have the time or anything like that. Just helps our outreach. And then also don't forget to download the episodes wherever you listen to us. And we are available everywhere, any anywhere and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Yeah, we are actually on. Uh, let me pull this up because I was working on this a little bit uh, mm -hmm. last week, too. Don't worry uh, if my boss is ever listening to this. I do actually do my job. Um, I'm definitely not spending time at work working on these things. No. We definitely don't do that. <laughs> definitely always very concentrated on what I'm supposed to be doing at work. Um, so there is an app called Podfriend. That's P-O-D-F-R-I-E-N-D, Podfriend. Um, and you can actually go on there and set up an account and follow your favorite podcasts as long as they're in the podcasting index, uh, which is podcasting 2.0 essentially and you can donate crypto to your favorite show uh shows using podfriend now there are other there are other apps there's things that you can use on your desktop as well but i'm specifically um pointing this one out because it's the closest that i've gotten to figuring out how to do that uh i still have a little more th uh that i'm work like messing around uh in that app with but i believe i in the show notes and if i haven't done it recently uh -huh. i'll make sure that all the different places you can uh use podcasting 2.0 um that we'll start putting that in the show notes every week um because we've just, we've yeah. had some changes in the show notes kind of they go all over the place yeah. sometimes can't you yeah. uh which we'll get that added to better we're getting our group with with the show notes and everything mm -hmm. but uh can't you do the same with odyssey as well with crypto um so odyssey is a little bit different uh the best way and, and this is a little bit more detailed, but for once we'll go we'll go into it because we don't do this very often. Um, with Odyssey, the best thing that you can do is make an account, watch videos on there, uh, and, and when you get library credits 
which is their form of crypto for the website right now because they don't have uh, they don't have Bitcoin donations yet. They do mm-hmm. have cash donations, but I wouldn't even worry about that because I think there's a bunch of fees that go into it. Um, the best thing you can do to help us on Odyssey, besides following us and liking the videos and doing all that stuff, is uh, use your library credits that you get. Um, by first of all, by following the link in our show notes, uh, you'll give us eight library credits if you sign up for the uh, with the link in our show notes. And I use those to put back into our show to try to get the the show more outreach on uh, Odyssey because I yeah. I upload the entire episode uh, to Odyssey now because mm. with a lot of the stuff that we talk about, I can't, I just can't put the whole thing on YouTube anymore. On YouTube, um, yeah. I mean, they're going after people for the most ridiculous stuff now. Uh, it's like if there's even a hint of you being skeptical of the quote-unquote science, you're pretty much done. So yeah. we just, we just can't do it. If you go against the agenda, you're out of there. Exactly. So a lot of the stuff that we talk about on the Thursday episode, I'm going to be putting a lot of that on YouTube. So that's more a little more entertainment-based. Um and it's stuff that I can really work with and, uh, you know, for that platform t- for outreach as far as uh, finding new listeners and then, you know, finding like the other content that we're doing. Um, yeah. And that's just the way that it is. It kind of it sucks that everything kind of has to be all over the place. But to be able to reach like a bigger group of people, even if, you know, that's not everybody because not everybody yeah. agrees with us. That's just the way that you have to do it. it sucks. I but- wonder. We should do a rumble too, just cause so we can interact with all the MAGA people. Oh no! <laughs> Don't want to leave them out. Oh man, I've been I I uh, occasionally see videos or when, when I'm doing research for this on mm-hmm. like YouTube videos or whatever. I want to like go into these things and just be like uh, and, and be like the Republican Party is uh, controlled opposition. It was like and and, and just like yep. really just go after some of these people try to like get them to understand what's going on but sometimes it's just not worth it man i mean it it's like one step forward two steps back with a lot of people because you'll get them to be like okay yes i understand why like the fbi isn't who i thought they were right but then they'll be like but i still think they hold a purpose and i'm like i I know and it, it it's one of those things that if if the FBI was something I, like that point would make sense to me if they were like voted on at the very least you would have an argument if the head of the FBI was someone who was voted in like every four years yep. right like alongside the president and it wasn't just appoint appointments right because that's one of the biggest problems we have is that just because the guy gets in that you like doesn't mean that he's going to put people in those positions that you like it's pretty much he's he's gets to do whatever he wants at that point um and i I think we actually have a story about it later but then this you get these stories uh like people want trying to call the feds on uh parents who are pissed off at school boards yeah so right but let's uh let's jump into it joseph um we've got uh this uh quick story from uh well this 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 oh geez sorry i'm getting ahead of myself this quick clip by uh from chank uger um this is the guy who said that he thought that he could beat joe rogan in a fight because he (laughs) used to fight as a kid um i wonder if he's a 
he has to be a narcissist to say something like that and just you know maybe he just has a high view of himself i think that term narcissist is I don't, maybe it's not thrown around too much. Sometimes it seems like it is, but maybe it's just that there are a lot of narcissists. Uh, but True. definitely a very prideful person to say something like that because it doesn't matter how many. Joe Rogan trained and trains still and has trained with professional mixed, mar, mixed martial artists, and he himself was a uh, mixed martial artist growing up, winning, I think think karate or taekwondo Ta- so he was he was in he this is really funny it's like the this is like the only information that i do have when it comes to a lot of that stuff so he was in taekwondo until he That's what it was until he was like 20 or so uh I maybe a little he got knocked out so a lot of i he he left taekwondo and picked up kickboxing and so this is where mm-hmm. the the stuff gets confusing and he he said he quit kickboxing because he got hit in the head too much yeah, that's what it was. And he didn't like he didn't like that. Um, and yeah. then that's when he found Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and liked that better because generally, especially if people aren't like too like the new people aren't too squirrely, you don't get hit in the head nearly as much. Yeah. Um, but it, it the the squirreliness can definitely be a problem for uh, for people because I've witnessed it firsthand. It's really it's ridiculous. <laughs> well, you, by squirreliness, you mean just taking it way too serious? No, no, no. Like they're just they they're just like uh, spazzing spazzing yeah okay. so they'll yeah so they'll take you know when you go into so like you're not not even really sparring like you're just training right like you're yeah you're been, rolling around on the right. mat and the there's a drill that they do where like the person who who's on top has to stay on top and the person on bottom has to stay on bottom right mm-hmm. or it has to flip them or you know and and take like the um the dominant position so what happens a lot of time especially when they're younger <laughs> Um, is that there? It's like it's like someone's like a dead fish on top of you. So they're like flopping around like a fish out of water. Like they're flopping around and they're doing all this stuff. Um, and a lot of the time, you just end up pushing them off because they don't actually have that balance, and so they mm-hmm. don't understand that they need to keep like a low center of gravity. Uh, and it's oh gosh, it's just anno- it's just annoying. Yeah, like it, it's not even like <laughs> it's just not even useful. I just don't even remember all my training just from everything but yeah so that's funny for him to think that yeah, he, he would have any ability to do that <laughs> without landing a lucky punch on joe yeah exactly um it's all uh it's all a little bit uh ridiculous oh I yeah i think um kind of like his viewpoint here yes so yeah let's get into this um I believe that I am going. I, if I were the ruler, uh, the benevolent dictator of the world, I would legalize bestiality where you are giving, you where you are pleasuring the animal. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, I'm, just, I'm gonna stop it there because he goes into some ridiculous detail, and we're we're trying yeah. to keep. To the best of our ability, we're trying to keep this like PG thirteen. <laughs> it Man. doesn't always work, but it is just crazy saying something like that. Even his co-host, he goes on later in the video, is just confused. Like, do you realize what you're even saying right now? <laughs> Why? <laughs> She's just like, uh, "You're my boss," because I think he owns the Young Turks. He's and... like, yeah, he's up there with all of that. Uh, I, yeah, oh, I don't, man. I don't know what his exact, uh, position is. Um, but yeah. he, he is definitely, um, 
in charge to some degree. I think, I, I think he's might, the owner. You might be right. I think he's the owner, but uh, well, why don't, why don't you either s- way, he's one yeah. of the leaders, and it's just absolute craziness. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, is that secretly your kink or something? And, or And here's the thing. Like, I, I think that – man, how do you say this? How like, do you know? How do you say this very cautiously? Yeah, like, right. Like, to some degree, if you're doing that, you really aren't hurting anyone else. But to say that on like a live broadcast makes absolutely no sense. Well, I disagree. It, okay, so what do you mean by if well, you're doing that, you're not hurting anybody else? Because he's talking about an animal. Why are we talking about this? I'm saying like there is there is no one who is being aggressed upon in that situation. Got you. Yeah. Well, except for the animal. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, here's the thing. Like they do. And I think that is important. They do that know? stuff. That's how they breed them anyway. Because he's, he's talking specifically about horses, but. Yeah, well. Why are we talking about this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just. Yeah. Listen. Anyway. All, that's all I'm saying is it's like it's not. Yeah. Uh, it's not something that. You necessarily. Well, there's a difference like, between what the person is doing by first off when I, I don't know, I, I know the process of how they get the sperm from the uh, horse's penis. Um, and they don't like, uh, use their hand to rub one off of the horse. Right. Uh, just, you know, I'm not trying to be crass here. Um, it, it's an entirely different process. They go through either using a fake vagina, um, or, uh, Oh crap! I can't remember, but I know the process. I just don't know how to explain it. It's cool. Anyway, so uh, he's yeah, weird. That's what I was. He's meaning. weird. That's that's different from being like from bestiality. Well, I mean, so, you're just yeah. I mean, it, that is aggression, it, and you don't know if the the animal is or is not. not yeah, but it's not. It's not sense. a human. It's not a human being. Yeah, it's not a human being. You're right, but still, I I, I still think it, it's not an excuse for like that. That has. An impact on some human in your life or will. I mean, maybe, maybe like that. I, all of that. That's that's what I'm saying. Is it's like, it's it's not about, uh, and and this is why he could have he could have could have said it's like what people do generally is is their business. Yeah, no, not on that one. No, won't I, sell me there. <laughs> I, no, I'm not saying it's right. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. You're not saying that. But he's like he's trying to say like if he was the leader of the world or whatever, and I'm just like, well, listen, there's all sorts of like crazy things that people do that you and I both disagree with on a regular basis, mm-hmm. but we have no control over whether or not they're able to do those things. Yeah, that's true. In the same way, like you and I disagree that someone should take meth because that hurts them, right? Right. But we don't have control over whether someone can do that or not. Right. That's, that's true. That's that. That's the only point that I'm trying to make. Is All it's right, like, well, let's get off of that. Like, ish happens, and, yeah, you know, he's just, he, like, he's coming across, like, he wants it to, like, just be uh, normalized in the same way you have yes. a lot. This is, okay, I think I'm getting to the point now. Like, you have a, uh, a lot of people who are trying to get a lot of things that should not be normalized to be normalized, right? So, right. one of like the arguments, yeah, one of the arguments in, that libertarians make a lot of the time is that it's like, just because something is legal doesn't mean it should be normalized. Yeah. 
it's like what what you do privately is none of my business right unless it is aggressing upon me or like another human being because that's as far as like the nap and we don't have to get mm-hmm. into that but the non-aggression principle that's as far as that goes right and so if someone wants to shoot up heroin should that be normalized no it's like can i go around enforcing people to stop that and kidnap them and throw them in jail like no that's where right. that's where the argument comes from and he just because he still believes like a lot of people in this like dynamic of the left and the right where it's like if i was in charge i would make legal this it's like it's not really about doing that as much as it is like like don't tell people what to to do really yeah i get what you're saying yeah more like having uh a basis of liberty yeah and then not, and but, again, it comes back to not normalizing things, right? It's the same way, like, if you're in, in the church, there's a lot of things in church, like, that just shouldn't be normalized. That people, and this is, like, it stuff starts, like, creeping in. And we've, we talk about this, like, all the time. Is that, that's, that's, it's, like, the normalization of weird things, like, um, what, what's the term that we use for the child people? Isn't, isn't there, like, a, a, a common term that people use so they don't actually have to use the word? Oh, do you remember? You know what I'm talking about? Oh, I haven't man. heard anybody use it in a while, and it just kind of oh. fell out of my vocabulary. You talking about for like Tyrion Lannister? No, no, no. For like what adults inappropriately do to children, and there's a word that oh, starts with gotcha. a P. Yeah, cheese pizza. Cheese pizza. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> So, right, it's 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 one of those things that's like a lot of the – there are a lot of people, and I know I don't think a lot of people realize this. There are a lot of people that are trying to normalize cheese pizza. Yeah, a and lot of people. A lot of people, and that's where, like, stuff like and this you will in. not find me on that train right. at all. And it's it's making the distinction and, – and this is why stuff like this does need to get talked about occasionally is because it's making the distinction mm-hmm. between – and because in that in that situation you are absolutely aggressing upon another human being like there's oh, yeah. there's no way around it and it it's something that is try, like they're trying to normalize as oh this is just another sexual orientation well yeah that and because you know they use as normalized because they say they have the natural feelings towards that i'm like just because you have a natural feeling towards something doesn't make it right you right. know what i mean so i and it's like okay and, and it's such a funny argument because it's like well if you have a natural feeling towards that i also have natural feelings towards you having a natural feeling yeah, towards, towards that, that. <laughs> and i uh I, I might use my natural feeling to make sure you can't use your natural feeling anymore so um maybe oh, maybe yeah. cut it out <laughs> so yeah and, and it's it's gross like i i Cenk, I he's probably just trying to be like uh like sensational or whatever yeah. or like edgy and it's just like right. not working and it comes off creepy because he's kind of a creepy dude um but yeah maybe uh maybe don't do those things in uh well speaking of liberty i'm yeah. sure everyone has heard about the southwest oh i'm about to have a hiccup you're good the southwest uh cancellations over the weekend i believe it totaled up to 1800 Dang. Over 1,800, and they're about to have, you know, today and tomorrow even more. And and just for those who maybe they haven't been paying attention, this has been the sort of things on a much, you know, lower scale, you could say, David, I think, 
because I know we listen to the No Agenda podcast, and uh, you know they've been talking about how the flight cancellations and stuff has been due to uh, either COVID policies resulting in fuel shortages, yada yada yada, or people um, protesting because of the uh, vaccine mandates and everything. Right. Uh, and so this story that you're about to play is you're going to see the media just straight up lying. And I actually have anonymous sources who can confirm everything I will say after this report. So go ahead. Tonight, Southwest Airlines is scrambling to control a travel fiasco from Dallas. Unbelievable. People are frustrated, aggravated. To Denver, where long lines stretch through the airport. The soonest they can put me in on a flight is Wednesday. And then they said they can get us out on Tuesday. <laughs> Today's Sunday. We have kids, we have a daughter in high school. Passengers desperate to get rebooked onto new flights. Southwest canceled at least 1,800 flights this weekend. Sunday alone, 27% of its fleet grounded. Frustration taking flight. If the long lines weren't bad enough, passengers faced as much as an eight-hour wait to reach someone on the phone. These travelers in Las Vegas resorting to sleeping on the bare floor. In a statement, Southwest blamed air traffic control issues and bad weather in Florida from Friday. But the FAA said its traffic control issues were long resolved. Southwest then released another statement saying after cutting back flights during the pandemic, recovering during operational challenges is more difficult and prolonged. No, it's not a good day to be a Southwest Airlines passenger. Some experts blamed shortages. What's going on is Southwest scheduled too many flights. They are struggling with pilot recruitment. The airline saying tonight, we're working diligently to accommodate our customers as quickly as possible. This all comes just hours after the airline's Pilots Association filed suit over its vaccine mandate for employees, which takes effect in two months. Tonight, the pilots union saying this isn't their fault. They're there and ready to fly. And Candace joins us from LaGuardia Airport. When can right, you can stop will they there. be able to... So... Uh, according to anonymous sources that I I have, and then also uh, some reports I've seen online and uh, you know on social media and everywhere, uh, I can confirm uh, with my sources particularly that this was due to a um, a direct mass sick out plan to protest the vaccine mandates from pilots and FAA controllers. Um, and it's only going to continue to get worse. This is just the beginning and it's not just going to be Southwest. It's going to be other airlines. Um, I know that Southwest, I can say for certain has, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, they have given pilots and everyone else, uh, um, employed by them until November to get the vaccine. I think it's November 11th, and if they don't, then they will be um, fired. And so pilots and other personnel are using up all their vacation sick leave up until that day, and they scheduled this mass walkout. And I think finally what we're seeing is a rebellion. Like it's finally hit the the tipping point. Yeah. And it's kind of like the best way that they can – actively you know that we can actively rebel in a peaceful way yeah well it's it's great that people in positions where this is where, where this can like hit harder are finally doing something about it 
no matter their reasoning behind it, like I, I heard a couple a couple clips from I, I think were airline pilots, and you know they were making good points, but then they were like, America brings freedom and democracy across the world or whatever, and I was like, oh brother, I'm like, okay, yeah, right. just stick just stick to the the plot, like stick to your main focus, guys. But yeah, I, I think it, I think it is good. I mean, because you and I have talked about how. Uh, you know, in our positions, there's only so much that we can do. Um, yeah. It, it, well, it, here's the thing is that they, they lied saying it was obviously FA right. came out itself and said, no, that's not true. Um, but they lied about saying it was due to weather conditions as well. When no other flights <laughs> leading out of the same airports had to cancel. Cause if it was weather, all of them would be canceled. Exactly. <laughs> And it's I, like, yeah. why are you going to lie straight up to our face? So, Well, that's Southwest likes to do that. Uh, I, yeah. I've taken enough flights with them where they just kind of, if it's like mechanical failure on a plane or something, they just will not tell you that's what it was. Yep. You know what I mean? And uh, I, I think, um, I don't know. I, I hope that, I, I hope you are right. I hope this is something that starts to wake people up. I know there was plenty of support uh, behind them today yeah and um i know that at least on my twitter feed um i think it was no mandates or something along those lines was trending today um yeah. i think this no is, covid mandates something like that yeah i think what you're seeing is that you know like the the vaccine back mandate back backlash has been you know just kind of sitting there underneath the surface kind of bubbling and everything uh, but now it's finally spilled out into the open and it's threatening to completely derail an already crumbling economy and to completely just further bring demise upon the biden administration and democrats because Demo yeah. democrats are having a hard time right now it is uh it's crazy to me that um <laughs> sorry <laughs> it's so okay that's fine um it's it's crazy to me that just tell me to turn on another light we're talking right now <laughs> you want to text me oh, i have another light because i'm moving i know you gotta get you i gotta, gotta get, get a lamp or something just wait until the next the next yeah thing, when we take a break um where was I? Okay, so yeah, you were saying that like this this looks like it's kind of hitting the Biden administration. Do you think it and do you think it's on purpose? Like this do you think it's like that or do you think that they're just so out of touch? Oh, I think it's uh so do I think it's on purpose from the administration? Yeah. What is on purpose? The vaccine um, mandate? No, just like all the yeah, like all this stuff that they're doing that seemingly is backfiring. Like is it a is it is it something that like is it is a lot of this stuff being set up specifically to hurt the administration or is it more the administration is so inept or, or just what i would say is probably like out of touch with what like where america is uh so, that they're just stumbling through all of this trying yeah. to make all these mandates i think it's more the latter than the former i would have to think about the former more as far as if it's intentional because you have to think okay why would they be doing it if it's intentional so you would think okay well money well how is this going to advance them i just saw a report before we started um that I haven't read yet but just the title so take that for what you may yeah um says that biden's oil uh CC, ccp firm so the communist party of china um 
or the communist China party, whatever it's called, uh, that that oil firm that he uh, owns or has stock in has taken off since the cancellation of the Keystone pipeline. So it's hard to say uh, if it's intentional in that regard, because it wouldn't surprise me if it was. I think a lot of it has to do with ineptitude and being so out of touch with reality that everything they're doing is helping the elite class in particular and that now his numbers are so low popularity wise it's starting to hurt other democrat governors Mm -hmm. and just politicians in general um which you know i don't think the blame can just be put fully on the biden administration i think you do have to put blame on the democrats uh majority majorly and then also like a majority of the blame on them yeah uh, and then also some of the more establishment Republicans too. And, you know, it's funny because with COVID, when all that happened, you know, the wealth gap, right, started to widen after all those policies and lockdowns and stuff were enforced. And who were they enforced by? Democrat politicians. Now, what did Mitch McConnell and the more establishment Republicans do? Absolutely nothing, which is what they're great at, right? right. Well, a lot of them, a lot of them went along the entire time it like uh, for either the entire time or you had your outliers like yes. south dakota like florida and then eventually texas though people, yes you know still kind of give abbott crap uh for, for following that. along which they should too long yeah absolutely but so i say that to say um where was it going with that what was i saying again i don't know i think yeah, I lost my. I completely <laughs> lost my train of thought. <laughs> um, He's rusty. It's been it's been a couple of weeks. Um, yeah, it has been a couple of weeks. No, I was talking about the administration, and so you know, whereas with again, this isn't. I have no vote for Trump in this, but to say to give him credit where credit is due, at least under his administration now, again, I'll just say it that the wealth the wealth gap was lessening underneath Trump's administration. Um, but again, he did okay, things, so, a lot of things I didn't agree with. Right. And I would, um, you, Hey, you gotta stop messing with your mic so much. It comes through okay. on the audio. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Turn down your speakers, John. Um, <laughs> what was it? Oh, so I would, I would agree with you if it wasn't for the fact that he's the reason that unemployment went to what it was he so this is the thing that i'm over th- okay so here's the thing okay with any president joe biden probably being the outlier in this situation because he mm-hmm. just that administration can't seem to get anything right that obviously you're going to have the people that'll defend him to the end just because mm-hmm. they're so ingrained in that party uh right. that even if they don't believe it they're going to defend him anyway mm-hmm um, you, you're going to have that on uh, the Republican side too, especially with Trump. But here's the thing, and I trust Scott Horton on this specific thing. Um, he he said that Trump did plenty of drone strikes in his four years, um, potentially even more than Obama did in his mm-hmm. eight years in office, right? So right out of the bat, it's like, okay, 
Well, that, first of all, doesn't surprise me because he was like so – he – like Trump was the president that – he was essentially the embodiment of what he believed uh, people wanted out of a president, right? So like very pro-military, very like bombastic mm-hmm. in the way that he was like loving America. And a lot of people love that yeah. because they do love this country, and I don't blame them for that at all. But right. – and this is a big but – when you have someone who seems like he's strong, right? He seems like he's got, uh, you know, he's got all these these people on his side. He's got like a lot of fervent um, support behind him. Mm-hmm. And then this thing comes up, right? This this pandemic comes up, and he falls apart. He completely fell apart. Yep. Like a hundred percent. Like he put he he put Fauci in charge, right? Like I yep. I think people like to forget that the reason that we have Fauci is because of Donald Trump. Right. The reason we have lockdowns is because of Donald Trump. The reason that unemployment happened is because of Donald Trump. Right. He got a call from Ron Paul right before he was about to allow the the country to get shut down. And Ron Paul said, don't do this. It's not a good idea. You're going to destroy the economy. You're going to destroy lives. That's right. I forgot about that, that he called Donald Trump and Donald Trump actually picked up. Now, it was Ron Paul, not Rand. It was Ron. Wow. And I'm surprised Trump even picked it up. So yeah, I guess there's some there's like still some respect for Ron Paul in that party, but again, I mean Ron Paul was always an outlier to the yeah. the Hawks and the the Rhino. It's so funny that everybody uses animals within the party and then the party has its own animal. Anyway, every people will know what we're talking about. Yeah. Um and obviously there is a little bit of like hindsight, uh, but Trump was not that great. He was awful when so in the moments that he needed to be the president that he always told his supporters that he was, he wasn't that guy. Yeah, he didn't push back. And I mean, not to mention the whole everything going on in Afghanistan. He could have fired all the people who told him, no, we're not getting out. And he just didn't do it. Right. He had the chance, even especially as like a lame duck, because at that point it didn't really matter. He's just it's like, all right, you're fired. Like we're getting yeah. we're getting out right. Like he could have done all the there were all these people pushing for like Assange to get freed right. They thought yep. Trump might actually be able to pull some something off like that. And and you know I said it like at the beginning of the year in a, in one of the first videos I made about January six. But he went out like a one of those like farts. You know like the fake <laughs> the fake balloons yeah. like the that you sit on or whatever. Uh, the he really cushions. did. And it was just like. Bruh. Like that's that's what happened, right? Even with this whole thing with with January sixth, where everyone like this is why it's so ridiculous when they bring up the whole January sixth thing. It's like that's not who he is. Yeah, that's not. He got told that because I, I, I was listening to something recently, and he was told um, that the 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 potential direction that he wanted to go with uh, interrupting the uh, the January sixth vote or whatever the case may be with that was mm-hmm. like a suicide pact and so he backed off because he's not like he's not as tough as as people want him to no. believe and i know that's going to rub a lot of people the wrong way but i'm just kind of t- not I, i'm just kind of t- and i know we're totally off track from the <laughs> the southwest from the thing original article yeah but it's yeah. it's it, it it needs to be said occasionally where it's like this is he's not like the white knight coming to rescue the country no. And that's the way that he what gets people, treated. Right. And he does deserve criticism. And we have to, I think he was timely, right? And I think we need to be like, okay, thank you for these four years. Now let's move on to someone who's actually good. 
You know what yeah. I mean? I think that. I, I mean, maybe, but I, I just don't, I, I don't see it, man. I, there's a lot of, cause he's probably, a lot of people don't want to believe it, but he's probably mm-hmm. going to get the nomination in 24. Oh, he's well, he's he at least, is. unless something like terrible happens to him, he's probably going to get it. Uh, I think but, the problem is that too many people see him as a savior and he's not a savior. And that's a problem to with Joe Biden as well. Too many people see him or whoever else you want to throw in there. Yeah. Th- they see the president as their Messiah, their savior, and they won't ever be. No politician will be, no matter if you get a house majority, Senate majority. Now those things are, are good. Right. But uh, I think it's more important instead of primarily just focus on the presidency. Again, people need to be involved on the local level, then the state level, and then the federal level. Sure. Um, and then, you know, uh, that'd be one of the ways we can kind of start to to change things along and along. But the primary way is changing people. It's how you get to change um, uh, politics is by changing people. And once you change people and keep intact the family unit, keep intact faith in the family unit, then you'll see any country start to grow and the flourish. Um, that's been proven throughout history. Uh, but speaking of flourishing, yeah, that's not get... what is happening in Australia. No, we've got to get through a couple more of these stories. Yeah. Um, sorry. So Skype keeps messing up today, and it's like cutting off your audio for some reason to be able to oh, hear weird. what I'm Oh, goodness. I'm sorry, everyone. Let me uh, switch over to this. We're just having technical difficulties tonight. Yeah, we are. All right. Hey, that's what happens when you do it live. Yep. Here we go. Today, the call has gone out to everyone in home quarantine in Victoria to take part of our our pilot program. And what that means is that they will receive random phone calls and they have to answer uh, within five minutes with a a selfie sent to this app, which will then geo-track where that person is and to make sure that they are who they say they are as well. If they don't answer within that five-minute period, that's when health officers come knocking, Pete. Do you think Apple's supporting that? <laughs> David? Oh, I was muted. Oh, yeah. I was like, I think you're muted there, but Yeah. I try not to let like my headphones bleed through to the microphone yeah. when those are playing. So, yeah, Apple's probably... Uh, I mean, they don't care. I mean, there's there's all sorts of crazy stuff that's going on in Australia. They have some sort of system that's supposed to, like, bounce stuff off of satellites to, like, geolocate you with your phone. And uh, I think that's based on an app. And, uh, you know, Apple's just in it to make money, man. If people have the phone oh, in their yeah. pocket and the app's going to go on their store, like, they don't care. They, they, they could care less. Yeah, every single one of these corporations could care less. Um, and we've talked about that in, in the past when uh, – I think Congress was trying to put forward a bill to ban uh, child slavery in the use of products shipped to the U.S. And like Coke, Nike, um, there was one other company. Why can I never remember that other company? Uh, maybe, no, I think it was Apple. Apple. I think it yeah, was, was Apple was say, the other one. Yeah. And and I'm sure there were others that, that were backing them in this, but they're the mm-hmm. big ones, so they're able to kind of right. like take the brunt of the uh the blame because dude it's it's so funny like people have known forever that nike uses child like slave labor and their shoes have gotten more popular people don't care man yeah 
I won't. I have stopped purchasing those products purposefully. Yeah. And now, it's, again, it's about limiting it as much as you can and where you can. Well, it's it's like we've been saying um, with the entertainment side of things. Um, mm-hmm. it, it f- f- get fifty one percent away. Yep. So. For instance, like one, I I like I I think Apple makes good products. I mean, obviously, like it, it has more to do with their software than it does their hardware a lot of the time. Um, and like I want the I want the new iPhone, but I'm just gonna buy it secondhand. So like I'll, I'll get mm-hmm. it off of like eBay from someone who's selling them on eBay or whatever, so that I don't actually have to let the money go to Apple. Right. And it's it's just it's a little way of doing it, and it's gonna sound stupid to some people, but I was actually having this conversation with uh, Justin, who's a friend of the show and a friend of ours. Um, cause he was asking me about the new Diablo game that's coming out. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a couple years. Uh, we found out today, but, uh, the, you know, Activision and Blizzard are going through this massive scandal now because of the way that they're, they treat their workforce and there's like sexual harassment lawsuits and all sorts of crazy stuff going on there. And then they were also the company that, uh, like banned, uh, a kid last year for his stance on Hong Kong. Um, they like the. And so I'm like, okay, so this company is clearly not, uh, like, I, I guess inclusive? you inclusive. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could say inclusive. Yeah, um, inclusive, if you go caring, that caring about people. Yeah. Oh, they're not okay. Values. So what I told them is, is like they don't believe in human rights. No. Because if if you're essentially you go, okay, well, this stuff going in Hong Kong, we're just going to completely. Uh, essentially ban anyone who who's pro Hong Kong at all and then you have all these people who work for you in the US and they're coming out and saying that things are terrible it's like why do you want to so- and and I told I told Justin this today I was like I just I was like I'm not generally one to get on board with a lot of these like protests and I'm not going to go march mm-hmm. in the streets it's just not my thing um I I think there's in this century or you know in mm-hmm. this decade or whatever there's better ways to spend your time if there's things that you feel strongly about. And one of those yep. is not spending money on the things that you feel like are probably hurting other people. And I'm yep. at the point now where I feel like Blizzard and Activision are kind of doing that. Yep. Uh, and it's it's just become too obvious. So to completely ignore that because I kind of like their video games, it, it just doesn't make sense. Where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Absolutely. All right, so we've got more of these insane stories to talk oh, about I haven't seen um, this one. yes so recently there was uh, a report that came out that a school district in virginia in particular though apparently this this might be happening in some or allegedly this might be happening in some other places uh the school boards are trying to get the feds involved in uh these parents getting quote-unquote violent with them so yeah right uh, you're uh, your audio thing keeps going out, dude. I don't it know does? Yeah. I don't know what's going on. You should be good now. I have now. no idea. All right. Here we go. Okay. The heated debate over masks is escalating into physical altercations in various states across the nation. In Texas, a parent ripping a teacher's face mask during a Meet the Teacher event Monday, according to Eanes School District Superintendent Tom Leonard. Let's just leave the mask wars out of the schools. In a letter to parents and staff, Leonard calling it a physical assault on a teacher by a parent. So you want to fight those wars, fight them somewhere else, but don't 
mess with the teachers. They have a hard enough job right now. In Northern California, an elementary school teacher was hospitalized last week after a parent attacked him during a verbal argument over face masks, a district official says. It was originally between the parent and the principal, and the teacher intervened at that point. The female principal intervened to say, hey, it's time, it's time to go. Like, you stop. The teacher was stitched up for cuts and lacerations to his face. Police responded to the scene and are investigating. The parent was not arrested. The superintendent there sending a letter to parents saying assaulting a staff member will never be tolerated on any school campus. At this protest outside the Los Angeles City Hall where dozens of demonstrators waved signs opposing COVID-19 mitigation efforts, it was a news reporter who fell victim. This video capturing his hat getting knocked off and his glasses ripped from his head while he tried to do an interview according to his Twitter post. It just exploded pretty quickly and unfortunately this is a pattern we've seen at a few other protests around LA. The tension and misinformation flowing into county board meetings like this one in San Diego. Your children and your children's children will be subjugated. They will be asked, how many vaccines have you had? Have you been a good little Nazi? Hey, Fauci! Hey, Fauci! And into school boardrooms in Florida, too. We also had the bird flu. The debate today in Miami-Dade stretching out for hours. All right, Dude, I, it's getting intense. It's yeah. starting to boil over, man. I'm telling you. So and I'm slowly turning into a shadow right now. Uh, yeah, you really are. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I'm yeah, going man. into the uh, what's it called the the, the upside world. down or yeah, I don't know or whatever. <laughs> In Lord Lord of the Rings. Rings. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. So this is something I think you and I have kind of been talking about recently. Uh, and and I don't know if we've talked about it much on the show, but I yeah. I wanted to bring up this specific point about this. The thing that is very interesting about all of these stories, right? That was from CNN. Uh, mm -hmm. They actually had, at least as far as like the coverage of where it's happening and what's going on, great. But I don't think that a lot of these outlets and a lot of people who are on these school boards really understand what's going on. Um they all see this like escalation as mm -hmm. an affront to them right rather than a reaction to the way that they've been treating all of these people yep you know they're in and, and this idea of of all these parents being labeled as domestic terrorists because they uh they're worried about their kids um yeah. there was that it's purposeful yeah there was and virginia speaking of virginia there was a report or there was a a debate there between the governor and I think a couple other people who were running for his position next year. Mm -hmm. And the current governor said that parents shouldn't have any say in what their children are taught in school. Um, Don't vote for him, people. And you know what? He's probably just he's going to. I OK, so we, we were mentioning before about like this hurting a lot of the other governors. Mm -hmm. um, I'm always a little weary of this whole like quote-unquote red wave thing for a number of reasons yeah. um one of them being that sometimes i just don't think it works out that way like every anytime someone talks about these like red waves coming in it's like i think the last time they were like oh it's definitely happening it's definitely happening and then it kind of just turned out not to be that well i will say this it's definitely interesting right um because last time obviously trump was on the ticket and you saw a Every seat that was up for grabs went to Republicans. 
And that's why we're mm-hmm. at like 218 and 214 right now. And then the Senate was more so favored by the Democrats uh, a little bit like and everything. Uh, but it's interesting to see like it typically, you know, when a president, he gets in his first few years of office and then, you know, in that second year, you know, things flip. Yeah. But then on the same time, Trump's not going to be on this ticket. So how much of a turnout is there going to be, especially with all this turmoil that's been going on? And hopefully people don't just vote along party lines. Like I'd be willing um, to d- depending to vote for someone like Tulsi Gabbard or a Democrat like that. Um, nah. You don't like Tulsi? <laughs> no. Not uh, after some of the stuff she's been talking about recently. Oh, I haven't been paying attention to yeah, it. But I yeah. just mean like, I think, uh, well, yeah, I mean, I, it's probably a stretch for me to say I vote for. There are things I like about her as a Democrat that I don't like about the other ones, but it's kind of like with Republicans as well. It's like, okay, I'd vote for Rand Paul and Thomas Massey, but those are more libertarian Republicans, kind of like when Rand Paul, Ron sure. Paul ran in 2012. Um and but particularly it's about the politician and the values and policies they hold and not just that but are they consistent with those things is what they say on sunday going to be the same thing they follow up with on tuesday thursday and so forth and so i think that's what people really have to understand is like don't just vote for someone based off of this or that party but do they hold the same values and beliefs that you do? Yeah. And that takes a, it's a lot harder to do. And it's a lot easier to just go, okay, Republican, 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 or, you know, Democrat, Democrat, right. well, Democrat that's what, or that's libertarian, what libertarian, libertarian, libertarian. Yeah. And, and Cause I, there aren't, a, you know, libertarians aren't all good either. No. And I, I've, I don't, when I vote, which is actually, it's pretty Can rare. Institute. Um, yeah, dude. Uh, I, I don't like, and I. And this is something that that's been brought up uh, to me. This idea of, the, I think this might have been something that the Anarcho Christian podcast was talking about. Yeah. Um, this is idea of like, why would you vote for the lesser of two evils? Mm-hmm. Because um, you're still voting for someone. Because you're evil. still voting for an evil. Yeah. It's like that doesn't. Yeah. It, it's one of those things. It's like if you really believe that's the case like why are you voting at all i remember saying that in 2016 yeah telling people that and 2012 as well and i understand like oh man this is the thing and i i think that because one of we've uh, i've mentioned this uh in the past few episodes i think but like one of the things i'm really kind of passionate about at this point is removing uh christians from the state like actually having more of that separation and I, i think that that a lot of believers are so melded in with government state. and state culture and a lot of these things like public school and taxation and all these things that they just kind of do without thinking about it, right? Mm-hmm. And they don't realize that supporting these things goes against what they say are their values, right? So right. let's let's take Biden, for instance, just because he's kind of... Uh, an, He's the most recent, right? And he's the easiest to kind of pick on. The guy's in office for, what was it, like 10 days before he started droning again? Yep. Like. Exactly. Not only that, but he's doing, he's, and this is, this is a thing that like, I just, I can't, I, there is a, okay, there is. I'll say this, even though we don't have time to go deep into it. I think that to a degree, a very small degree, there is a nuanced conversation to have about abortion, but Mm -hmm from a christian perspective 
being pro-abortion, especially to the level that I think has kind of seeped into a lot of the church, it's just it's wrong. Like it doesn't make it, yeah. it makes no it makes no sense being to hold, pro-abortion to hold in that. any capacity. Yeah, as a Christian, it's wrong because it's murder. And as people, we all like to do it personally to ourselves. And we do it as a society as well, right? It always starts with the individual, and then it bridges out to the collective. Right. Well, so um, I, think I would only push back on that a little bit because there are certain circumstances where I think the choice is left up to the family. So, um, but what I was going to say is to finish my thought is that uh, it's murder. <laughs> That's what it is. And so I, I, what circumstances would you say? I mean, obviously we can't have. Um, the only a deep conversation, but go ahead. So, it, well, okay. So here's where the the nuance comes in, and it kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Is that like you can't the first? Okay, so the first thing is is that if you as a family are going to lose the mother in the process of this happening, then I think that choice should be left up to them. Okay. That's pretty uh, so much. What do you mean, like that? There's a like if, if, 50 50 shot, or there's a a hundred percent chance that you're going to lose the mother and the baby if you go through with that, this. That's not really up for for me to decide. But if they're if they're saying that there is a a either a large like a large possibility because that like it's like nuance within nuance, and I can't I can't say for certain without actually being in that situation. But yeah. if especially if it's a hundred percent, you can't make that decision for anybody else. Because mm-hmm. if you're you're talking about a couple of things happening, you're talking not only mm-hmm. about the loss of a parent, so mm-hmm. you've now you're now allowing this person to to raise a child by themselves, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Also, right. I mean that's that's really what it comes down to. So you might be not only that, but you might be losing an income that would help support that child. Yeah, I guess I would push back a little bit, and I would then say because I'm on the opposite end, I disagree with you. Um, I would say, and again, that's not for me to be insensitive. I can't imagine how difficult that would freaking be, right? That's a difficult decision. The reason why I would push back on it is because it's not a hundred percent guarantee. I can understand if the baby is, hey, this well, that's, not, is that's not what I said though. Okay. And What'd and again, say? if it comes down to like a per, a percentage, right? That right. again, that choice is still left up to the family. Yeah, I just disagree with that, man. I just I don't think that. I, mean, it I think for me, it goes back to. <laughs> You can't justify taking a, a life by saving another life. But that's basically what would be happening in in reverse. How so? Because the mother, you're choosing to let them. If if okay, let's just say it's a hundred percent, right? Right. You're choosing to let the mother die for the sake of the baby, and vice versa. So this, it's not a pro. No, 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 it's not no, no, a pro no, no, life no. argument. I'm, I'm not saying. I'm not saying. In the situation, when I said 100%, there's a 100% chance that the baby is going to die. Like, the baby's going to be dead when... No, 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 no. I'm not even saying the baby. I'm saying the mother. If it's 100% chance that the mother is going to die, you're choosing choosing a life for a life no matter what you choose in that situation. Right. Not to mention... If, I get what you're saying. (laughs) I I see where you're coming from with that. Listen, it's it's not to say... Like, this is the problem, right? Because it it always Mm -hmm. comes down to this thing where it's like, there... You just like you as Joseph don't get mm-hmm. to make the decision for a family what they decide to do in that that situation. Right. That's really what it that's really what it comes down to. You don't you do you do not get to choose. I have questions, but we can't get deep into it. <laughs> um, I'm going to 
say that we can go past. I disagree with you. I mean, it's, um, dude, it's fine. It's just one of those things that's I, I like. I understand where you're coming from. I don't think it's a, that's an insane position. You're less of a Christian or something like, no, I get where you're coming from. I just disagree with you. Yeah. And, and this is the thing is it's like, I'm not even, t- it's like those people are trying to have yeah. a child. Right. And if you have a child, if you're like trying to have a child and then you find out, even if it's like 50%, right? That's mm-hmm. a decision that has to be left up to the parents, right? We're not we're not talking about a situation where the like you have with a lot of people, especially in progressive realms, where they mm-hmm. treat it in a situation where they're throwing away that thing. I, I'd rather I'd rather talk about this for the the rest of the time than get into this other stuff because like it's it's important mm-hmm. to to kind of talk about. But it, and and I don't want to go too long because we're already over yeah. an hour. But that that's all I'm saying is it's like it's not it's not as easy as being like it is it's wrong all the time. It should be illegal. Right. Because if you if you do that, you have the potential to hurt people and people could lose their lives if you are that staunch in that stance. Right. Like we're not we're not talking about a situation where someone accidentally gets pregnant and then 12 Mm -hmm. months. Oh, God, not 12 months. in. what am I saying? Um, But like five, six, seven months in, they go, I don't want this thing anymore. I'm just going to whoops. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to abort it. We're we're talking about a situation where you have family. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And this, I'm being very specific on purpose with this, right? Yep. Because there is nuance to the situation. Okay. There, the doctor comes to them and says, you know, and if and if maybe he gives them a percentage, it's something that like I I don't know, like I, yeah, I'd have to go research for a long time to figure out if there's like cases where the percentage changes based on what's going on, right? Right. But if if it's going again, like we we're saying, if there is like a let's just say a large percentage chance mm-hmm. that in the pregnancy because of something that's going on the wife is going to die right yeah now is the does the baby have the risk of death as well I mean, or probably. the baby will survive i, I don't do you... yeah that's the thing is like it it just depends on the situation right okay so, if, so let's just say let's make it as as difficult as we can let's say <laughs> that there's a let's just say a 50% chance the mother will die or live and there's a 50% 50% chance the baby will die or live right right some well here's the thing it's like you're kind of playing with numbers a little bit and it, yeah, it's like of course again it comes out what i'm te- what i am telling you right is uh-huh. that that does come down to a personal choice with that family as far as should we abort the baby yes or should we take a chance and see what happens yes. with the mother yeah absolutely yeah i lean more on the side of and th- and here's the thing that's fine man, i just i think that they're from all the research I know, and again, what we're talking about right here is a very rare situation, not a common occurrence. <laughs> yeah. So we don't talk about people having, <laughs> we don't talk about people in biology having 12 fingers, right? We talk yeah. about 10 fingers because it's rare to have 12 fingers. Like 10 is the general rule of thumb, right? Mm-hmm. Generally speaking, in the majority of situations, I just, I just can't see how it makes sense. And again, I know that you're you're choosing one life over the other, but when it comes to a, a baby who is voiceless, who doesn't get a voice, who doesn't have anyone to speak for it, I think it's important, not just for a baby, for, for all people who don't have a voice, who can't speak for themselves, to stand up for them, even in such difficult circumstances. Um, right. Well, maybe, maybe that's a better situation to where, as what you're saying, to where you don't necessarily need government legislation to enforce that but you have a community of people that come around those people to help them 
Yeah, maybe. But like, I mean, we both know what can happen in those situations sometimes, right? It's not it's not as easy as like yep. it being an absolutely simple, simple answer to the thing, which again, why? I mean, that would be emotionally to, devastating. It, yeah, but. it's going to it's going to suck either way, right? Yeah. But it, what I'm saying is, is that it's like, it, again, the family who is in that situation needs mm-hmm. to make the decision in the end. Right. They need to decide for themselves. And it's, it's dude, I'm telling you, it's almost at the point where, like, I would be very careful in a situation like that how many people in the the quote-unquote community that i would let know about let know. that kind of situation yeah because, because it's so deeply rooted exactly again, any just so no one misunderstands either one of us obviously they shouldn't and both of us even though we disagree on this are coming from a, a place of wanting to love both the 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 mother and father along with the child right and because it's just that that is a difficult situation to go through um, that we can't even begin to understand. Absolutely. So the o- the only reason that I have pushback with that is because a lot of the time with the pro-life crowd, it, it's mm-hmm. it's this very like all or nothing kind of mentality with the thing. And it's like, it's just not, it, there are certain circumstances I'm 100% on, I'm like absolutely mm-hmm. on board. I think majority of the time that abortion and a lot of those things have been set up uh, systematically to hurt people, mm-hmm. right? This, I don't think is that kind of situation. Yeah, man. I just don't know. I don't know for me personally if I could kill my baby because there's a chance Kayla could die. Right. And that's your your decision to make. I don't know. Like, you're not, I'm not actively killing my wife to save the baby. I think that's what the difference is. You're actively killing the baby to save, like, you're directly killing the baby. To save your wife, even though there's a possibility your wife and the baby would still live, no matter how slim it may be. Well, right? that's what I'm saying. So is you're it's guaranteeing like... the outcome, and I just think biblically, I think it's a that's a hard situation. I'm not passing any condemnation or judgment upon anyone, but that's a for me. It's hard. Again, I'm a Christian first before I'm a libertarian, before I'm American, before I'm anything else. A Dallas Cowboys fan, whatever. Yeah, right? well, yeah, man, I understand. Uh, husband, all that stuff, friend, everything. So for me, it's just biblically difficult to justify to directly kill a baby in order to prevent the possibility of my wife dying. But again, that I wasn't and that, that wasn't the to, the necessarily the the exact argument. So that's that's where you have like it depends okay. on the situation, right? And again, whether you biblically believe that or not, right? Yeah, it comes down to allowing that family to make that choice, right? Because the, you're you're talking about like, and again, it's it, it we're it'll become a circular argument at some point, but yeah, it will be if you make that decision with your wife right and you say it's like 50 50 right you and kayla made that decision right that is your decision to live with right right so the heart of the matter comes down to where's the government's role in this this is where it basically comes down to that's what we're arguing about exactly so what is the government's role and non-existent because what what, no 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 what is the government role what is the government designed to do on like a, if you were to say in a very simplistic to force to force level. people to to make that one decision one way or the other right like let's say it's like a hundred percent like not the the abortion thing but let's say like so, the government is either can fully, i ask it yeah. like this let me ask it like this 
biblically, what would you say is the government's role? It just exi- I would define it, it as I would define it as biblically, the government's role is to protect life, right? And so, uh, <laughs> again, I think you and I both agree the government does a terrible job of that and all that stuff. Yeah, but in a utopian, like perfect world. Okay, so here, let me hang on. Let me let me okay. let me push back a little bit. Okay, just a little. Okay. So I would say that the government doesn't have a biblical role because originally the design was God walking with man, right? So my buddy Marcus likes to say that the the perfect form of government, if you will, is a perfect monarchy, which means God being the one that everyone's following, right? So you look at early, you look at the Israelites early on, they had prophets and they had leaders Mm -hmm. that were set in place right so you had Mm -hmm. someone like moses who essentially was the connection to god right Right. but he moses was not a ruler he did not rule over the people god guided them yes right he was the he was essentially uh like the the arbiter or whatever for for god in those times like he would talk with god he would give the commandments to the israelites right it wasn't until the israelites begged to be ruled that government started intervening right that's that's where I, I would say it's like it, it the gov- the government's role is force. It forces people right. into those situations. Now, obviously, God used that th- biblically to accomplish certain things, but it doesn't mean that you you sit back and you allow the government to do these things. So, if, right. if you're asking me what's the government, what would the government's role be in a situ in the situation like what we're talking about, it would be to force people essentially one way or the other. Whereas if they're out of it, it goes back to the decision of the family to make those choices. And just like we were talking about earlier, you can't, you can't stop everyone. Like you, Joseph are, are not going to be able to stop everyone. Right. Because if it was completely illegal, we're falling back into these situations where there are those times where your decision to make this completely illegal could end up hurting a family because they no longer have a choice in being able to decide what's going on. Right. So you yeah, I think to- it comes down to should someone have the choice to – I think it just falls back to should someone have the choice to kill a baby. That's Bibli- essentially what you're doing, right? Or, or Biblically, or, probably not. But like, uh, again – So, I mean, again, I think that's where – like you keep using the term force, and I disagree with that. I would use the term protect um, because well, you're protecting an innocent life. Now, again, I understand it's at the expense of – there's a lot of factors in there. I think that's where it comes down into understand what you're saying as far as like not forcing, but that's where I think on the abortion issue where I just bridge apart from the libertarian party. And I say, no, absolutely not because I'm not a libertarian and I'm in, in everything before, um, yeah, well, I'm a Christian, I'm, and so I'm not either. Not, I'm I saying that you are, but right, you well, definitely see, are a libertarian when you say before so, you're a Christian. When you, when you say it, yeah, but when you say it that way, <laughs> Yeah. That's what it comes off sounding like you're saying. Right. When you're saying, well, I'm when you say, well, I'm not a libertarian before I'm a Christian. The you are now placing the assumption on me that that is. Yeah. That's why I tried to be. I just use the poor choice of words. I'm not trying to say that you are. Right. Um, but that's uh, that's where the, the situation comes in, is that yeah. if the government is involved in the situation and they completely 100 mm-hmm. percent outlaw outlawed abortion. Right. You have now put force onto like a ton of people 
right? And no I matter what the situations situation, where it's okay. And here, here's the thing. The and this is this has been the problem with what's Sorry, been my going. Mic was messing up. You're good. This has been the problem with a lot of the what happened with the mor- the moral majority, right? Is that it was shown? Okay, the the Christians are now mm-hmm. forcing me to live by a standard that I disagree with, right? Yeah. And so you're not you're not doing anything to help push those people in the correct direction. And this has been this is where right. the argument and the nuance has to come from. The baby by killing it. No, I wouldn't. You wouldn't the people, the person who's involved, the person who's involved in that situation. Yes, I would would agree. I would agree with you on that. The problem is, is again, even from a biblical perspective, right? Like look at at where the Christians were in Rome. I mean, they were literally getting hung and lit on fire uh, to light the gardens. Right. And it's one of those things. It's like, I also think that that is wrong. Right. But that didn't change that it was still happening. Right. That the the point. Right. Right. Don't. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I'm not naive <laughs> enough to think that just because you outlaw something like just because murder is outlawed doesn't mean it's not going to happen. Right. Like, which obviously, is... clearly it does happen. However, because you have those things in place, it's not like, for example, people think that the death penalty is meant to be used as a deterrent. No, the death penalty <laughs> is there because of the value we place on life. Well, yeah, not it's a little bit of a deterrent. It's, it's, it's like a semi-deterrent, but you're right. It doesn't work it, super it well. It is a ter- deterrent. Don't get me wrong, but it's not like it's only a deterrent. Right. Um, it's there because of the value we place on life. And so, again, I think in that capacity, there are situations where you say, no, you don't have that choice to, to do what you just did. Right. The only thing that I would because here's the thing Mm -hmm. in a situation where you have like someone came to you and they were trying to make this decision to Mm -hmm. place everything solely on the life of the child has the tendency to ignore the wife who is carrying the child right and now listen we're going about this from a very like bib like (laughs) like they're married there's there's uh issues with with the pregnancy right like i'm not Mm -hmm. like we're not talking about like a the this, this single woman who's like even in that instance right where they she's made mistakes mm-hmm. and everything yeah you know most pregnancies you're right most pregnancies are healthy this is very like small percentage of the thing what i'm saying like my point is is that like you cannot just be 100 percent because there is a chance that you are going to hurt someone in that situation uh and potentially leave a a father without a mother to help yeah. raise this child and so- it's I understand. Listen, I get it that there yeah. is that the life of that child and like people need mm-hmm. to be able to speak out in that situation. But it, when it comes down to that, like those specific situations, I do not think that anyone should be able to be in a position to be like, you made the wrong decision in that, in that choice. Does that make sense? Because yeah, you are, I just disagree with you. You're putting, you're, you're essentially putting something on that, that family. That's like, they made the decision in that moment whether mm-hmm. you think they're right or wrong or whether in the eyes of God mm-hmm. that they're right or wrong, right, mm-hmm. to to cast blame upon them for something that in that, that position they believed that was the right choice to make. Yeah. I just think and I, I get you disagree. I get <laughs> I get that you dis you disagree with that, but like and and listen, maybe if we lived in in a world where like the church actually backed up those situations where stuff like that happened and there was like all of this stuff that was there uh to 
help the the family mm-hmm. like the father after that or whatever but like to see those kind of situations and like the devastation that that single mm-hmm. parenthood can can bring on people like the the discussion has to be had to some degree that it's like listen I, you might make a different decision than someone else but when it comes down mm-hmm. to it, it's like they have to be able to make that choice for their family i do think it's important to clarify that the that Christians are the biggest leader in charity. And then also that is primarily yeah. Christian and pro-life institutions that lead in the help of assisting single and uh, married couples in situations like this. Uh, and keep in mind, like whether someone's a Christian or not, I think they uh, should be receiving all the love and grace and care and help and assistance. I think that there is definitely um, a point to be made about coming alongside people. And again, like we were talking about earlier privately, that life on life, right? Like stepping in and actually fuf- like fulfilling that need that that someone has. Yeah. And I think like, I think the church does more of it than we realize. And I think the church doesn't do uh, enough more so than we realize, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, so, well, because I think if you were to look into some of those studies more mm-hmm. often than not, it's like parachurch organizations that are doing a lot of that. Yeah. And, yeah, if, yeah, yeah, and yeah. if churches if churches right. are doing those kinds of things, they're not really putting it up it in is the, the forefront. It is parachurch. Um I, I listen organizations. I, I just You sinner. <laughs> I, I don't <laughs> I, I just don't think that they're it, it, it's very hard for me to be like one hundred percent like in that direction. Yeah. When life is as complicated as it is because we're not again we're not talking about a situation that's a person has just decided to abort because they don't want to deal with the circumstances that comes along with that right yeah right obviously things are way better than they used to be as far as pregnancy is concerned Mm -hmm. um i i mean we're talking about a like what like a 0.01 percent of people who ever would even have to to make a decision like that like it's yeah. not a, it's not a very i i just kind of pulled that number out of the air right all i'm saying it's not is a very that, high percentage right. and the fact of the matter is is that regardless of my stance don't anyone misunderstand me that it's an emotionally mentally physically just heartbreaking scenario and situation and i can't fathom and understand how you even you know would come to that decision i think that's why it's important um to go back to life and 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 whom within that do you trust um and that's entrusting your soul to christ and and doing what you need and then also as a church coming alongside and loving assisting and helping in any type of way and i think too many people uh you know maybe we've all been guilty of it um but you know, they, whether if it's because they, you know, I'm, I'm talking about genuine love and care, not for glory, not for attention for yourself and everything like that, coming alongside someone and giving up what you need um, in order to meet that need. Uh, so, so yeah. <laughs> uh, That's about where I got. <laughs> yeah, you're good. We'll, we'll talk about the rest of this stuff. We got we didn't get to two of the things, but it's fine. We can talk about them next week. It's it's not a big right. deal. That was a good conversation. Yeah. I don't think we've disagreed on something so passionately. Um, and, well, the thing is, too, is it's like we disagree on it, but it's like it couldn't be the small, like a more small situation as far as like. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. I don't expect either of us to ever really. I mean, like. I think it's because you put hopefully. your libertarian beliefs before Jesus, right? Yeah, it's absolutely what it is. <laughs> 
<laughs> I totally didn't mean to make it come off of that. After I said that, I was like, I did not mean it. You like said that, it more David. than once. Listen, if Kayla was in here, she would tell me, she would tell you, listen, David, this happens all the time. This idiot will say something that he doesn't mean like that. And well, here's then the thing, is like, he'll have to explain himself even further. Something that a lot of people don't really understand. And uh, it, I mean, it's something that I, I learned over time is like, you can have passionate arguments with people, but it's like, it's not like I hate you, right? It's like, we're yeah. not going out of this situation and it's not like we're recording the next part of this. That's and... not what you say to me when you get off record. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I, I, sorry, everyone. This one is a little bit, a little bit longer, but I, you know, it, it was one of those things. It's like, I, I have a hard time passing stuff up when it, you know, when there can be that was good. discussion to be had. Yeah. I just, yeah. you know me, I just, I can't, I can't let it let it up like that yeah. it just it doesn't make sense to to leave it because we may never get back to it that's that's kind yep. of that's kind of all part of it too and um all right guys well we will be back on thursday uh for the next episode of the underground and until then uh take it easy peace politics ruins everything I just want to start a flame in your heart. In my heart I have but one desire, and that one is you, no other will do. I've lost all ambition for worldly acclaim. I just want to be the one you love. And with your admission that you feel the same, I'll have reached the goal I'm dreaming of. Believe me, I don't want to set the world on fire. I just want to start a flame in your heart. I don't want to set the world on fire, honey. I love you too much. I just want to start a great big flame down in your heart. You see, way down inside of me, darling, I have only one desire, and that one desire is you, and I know nobody else ain't gonna do. I've lost all ambition for worldly acclaim. I just want to be the one you love. And with your admission that you feel the same, I'll have reached the goal I'm dreaming of. Believe me, I don't want to set the world on fire. I just want to start a f-
flame in your heart. 